Dive into our latest courses designed to enhance your bond with your furry friend. Whether you're a seasoned owner or a new puppy parent, there's something for everyone at dogspeak101.com. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Enroll now and take the first step toward a happier, well-behaved dog. Visit dogspeak101.com to browse our course catalog. Get 10% off all courses through February the 14th. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dog Speak Podcast. I am Nikki Ivey, your host. I am thrilled that you are joining me to talk puppies, dog training, real life manners, and more. Be sure to check out our Facebook page as well as our website at dogspeak101.com. Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. Welcome to our new podcast. It is October, my favorite month of the year. I'm a huge, huge, huge Halloween fan, and I am so excited that Halloween's just around the corner, and it's time to get out and decorate. If you have a new dog, and this is their first Halloween, and you like to decorate like we do, be sure that you introduce your dogs to some of these scary or strange-looking items. Uh, Maybe make some... Uh, positivity out of it by treating them around it, maybe feeding them close to it, not making a big deal, not going necessarily overboard with it, but you do want to maybe introduce them to it slowly. We decorate a lot. We have a lot of stuff in the house. We have a lot of stuff in the yard, and this is our puppy's first Halloween, so she is slowly getting introduced to a lot of creepy things, things that look like a human but are not a human. So, if you have a dog and this is their first Halloween, uh, introduce them to things. Don't don't make things a big deal, but do make things kind of positive and fun with it. And please, please, don't be putting masks on and scaring your dogs. Don't be putting scary masks on and coming into the house and trying to scare them. That is not fun for them. They do not enjoy that. Um, and all you're doing is setting yourself up for problems later on. Dogs don't get this whole jumping outside or jumping out of the wall and and scaring them. That is not something fun for them. So please don't do that with your dog. Don't let your kids put on masks and run and chase the dog. You are asking for trouble with that. So that's my little PSA for that one. We'll talk a little bit more about dealing with Halloween and your door knockers on trick-or-treat later on in the month. But today, I want to talk about leave it. I want to talk about how to teach your dog to leave things alone that he should not have. Now, I have kind of two different types of leave it. I have an automatic leave it where I want dogs to understand that you don't get anything off the ground unless I give you permission. This is why it's also important that you give dogs permission to take things out of your hand or to get things off the ground. And then I also put leave it on command because I think there are times that you want a dog to leave something and it, it may be random that you use it and you may use it once a month, but it's good to have it. So leave it. What do we mean with leave it? For me, leave it is take your attention away from it and don't bother going back. It's something I don't want you to have. A lot of people will use leave it with say a treat they'll put a treat in front of the dog and tell the dog to leave it and then they give the dog permission to eat it that is what you do not want to do 
if you're telling your dog to leave it and then giving it to them, all they're going to do is hang nearby the, the thing you want them to leave. I don't know, say a dead animal and just waiting for permission. I don't want you to be giving them what you're asking them to leave. So don't play the game of putting a treat in front of them, telling them to leave it and then giving them permission to have it. Leave it is take your attention and don't bother going back. It's something I never want you to have. Like rolling in a dead animal, picking up a dead animal, um, eating deer and rabbit poop, or uh, let's say licking lotion off the legs. If you don't like that, that might be a good leave it. Or if you have two dogs and one is constantly licking the ear of the other dog or the face, that could be a leave it. So there are a lot of ways that you can use leave it. Obviously, the big way would be not picking up food and food items off the ground when you're out and about in public or even at home. So way we're going to teach this, we're going to start with the leave it on command. And it's fairly easy to teach. Um, it just takes a few steps. And there are a couple of different ways to teach it. I'm going to give you the way that I teach it. Um, if you want to find other ways, it's fine. Uh, just find something that works. But I can tell you that the most important part is that you always want to have something more rewarding than what you are asking your dog to leave. So, you know, if I ask you to not pick up a $10 bill off the ground, I guess I better have a 20 to give you. If I'm giving you a $1 bill for leaving a $10 bill alone, then the next time you're going to pick up the $10 bill and not listen to me. So I always have to have something better especially in the teaching process. Now, obviously, as the dog ages and matures, you're probably not going to have to do that as much. But in the beginning, while we're teaching, we want to make sure we have something really rewarding. So I start out using food. You're going to get an okay treat. That okay treat could be kibble. It could be, a, you know, just a piece of kind of just plain old treat, which is fine. And you're going to use just enough uh, to fit between your fingers. You can also put it in a fist if you'd like, totally up to you. Uh, you are then going to have a bowl of really yummy treats sitting off to the side. Now what you're going to do is you're going to basically sit in front of your dog, hold the hand with the treat out in front, and let the dog sniff. Um, if you have it between your fingers, you'll get dogs that they will start nibbling, maybe licking, and they're going to try all those things just to try to get that out of your hand. Your job is to sit there quietly and be very still and allow your dog to try to get that treat out of your hand. When the dog finally stops trying to get it because it's not working, I want you to mark it with your verbal marker, good boy, and then I want you to remove your hand and give them something better. So you'll use the right hand if you're right-handed. You'll have the right hand with a treat. You'll hold it. The dog will lick and mouth and nibble and maybe paw. They may do different things. But when they finally decide that none of that's working and they quit, I want you to, good boy, and then give them a treat with your left hand. Now, I don't want you to move the hand with the okay treat in it until the dog has left it alone. Because the thing is, is when you're asking your dog to leave something, they're always going to need to remove themselves from it not the item from the dog you know that dead animal that you're asking them to leave is not going to get up and walk away so you want to make sure that you don't do that in the teaching process all right so after the dog eats the good treat you repeat the process you hold the treat out there 
let the dog lick, sniff, paw, nibble, whatever the dog is going to do. When that doesn't work, the dog will eventually stop. The dog will then pull its nose away. You will good boy and give him a better treat. About the third or fourth time, you're going to find that the dog is not licking, nibbling, pawing, or doing much with the treat that's in your right hand because the dog is learning that that's not getting them anywhere. So the way we start to put the word with it is we put the hand out there with the treat, uh, the right hand, okay, so we're going to use the right hand for this example, that has the okay treat, put it in your right hand, you stick your hand out there, your dog's nose will probably go to it, and then I want you to calmly say, leave it, and wait for the dog to leave it alone. Do not repeat the, uh, the command. Simply say, leave it, and wait for the dog, take his nose away, oh, good boy, good leave it. Give him the better treat and repeat. After you do that a couple of times, maybe three or four, then I want you to place the hand out there with the okay treat. Immediately say leave it. Wait for the dog to, to leave it alone and reward. You're basically trying to capture the behavior so that you can teach the dog what behavior you expect when you say these magic words. So right now you're not giving the command. You're associating the command with the behavior. This is why we capture the behavior first and then we start putting the commands in there. Okay, so if your dog, if you say leave it and the dog doesn't, do not repeat. Just wait. Try to get your timing better to saying it right before the dog is about to leave it alone. So you really want to watch your dog and see when he's about to leave it alone and then say the command. Now at some point you may put that okay treat out there in your hand and your dog doesn't even bother licking it, nibbling it, looking at it. If that's the case, I want you to immediately acknowledge the dog is a good boy and reward with the better treat. We want the dog to understand that he doesn't have to put his mouth on an item in order to leave it alone. Otherwise, you're always going to have that dog picking up the dead animal before they leave it alone. Make sure when you give the leave it command, it's just a very normal command. Leave it. Not harsh. Not loud. Not fast. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. We're not doing that. Very simple. Leave it and you're done with it. Once you do it in your hand some, you can start to then move the treat, the okay treat, to maybe say the top of your leg where your fingers are still on it. When you do that, your dog is going to think that it's a different game and will start the nibbling process again. And you just repeat the same process of associating the word leave it when you see the dog has finally stop trying and move his head away. From the leg, you then can take it and set it on the floor with your finger still on it and give the dog an opportunity to learn that it doesn't matter where this item is, this okay treat is, the, the behavior that you're expecting is the same. This is just something that's going to take a little bit of time. You can spend two or three days working on it. Don't spend tons of time working on it each time, maybe one to two minutes, uh, you can practice it and just get the dog to really understand the game. Once the dog is understanding leave it to where you can put a treat on the floor and say leave it and the dog leaves it alone, then you're ready to start associating that word with leaving other items alone. So let's say you take your dog out for a walk and this could be just in your backyard um, on a leash it doesn't matter. It can be around the neighborhood. What I want you to do is watch your dog sniff something 
and it could be just maybe a leaf or something that's really not a big deal, watch the dog sniff, and right as soon as the dog is about to be done sniffing this item that doesn't matter, and it may not even be an item, you may not even see what the dog is sniffing, but right when the dog is just about done to sniffing, I want you to say, leave it, and more than likely your dog's going to throw that head up at you like I know that word, and that's where you good boy and immediately treat with something yummy. So you notice we're trying to practice this not when we need it. We're practicing it so it works when we need it. So don't just try to practice this when you need it, when your dog is trying to eat something. Now when you do get out and your dog is on something that you don't want them to have um, and you're still practicing leave it, don't change the way you ask. Don't get excited. Leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. Because that really just turns into swallow faster. Or, hey, run from my owner. Right? Don't make things a big deal. And, you know, if you can just be calm with it, then the dog's going to be like, oh, okay. And they're going to move on. But you have to make sure you're acting right uh, whenever you're doing the leave it and not getting overly excited. All right? So that's how you're going to start practicing that. You can also do leave it in the house once the dog is really good at it. Um, just start putting things out and walking past it and saying leave it. Uh, you can do that, but I would rather teach my dog that when you do walk past something that's on the ground, you do not pick it up unless permission is given. And this is where the automatic leave it comes in. Now the way we teach the automatic leave it is we basically put an item, something that the dog is interested in, in the middle of the floor and we use the leash to walk the dog past the item. Now when we walk the dog past the item, we want to make sure that we stay at a distance with the leash and the dog, okay? So our body should be a certain distance to where even if the dog tries to get the item, he cannot reach it. And he can't reach it just because the leash isn't long enough, not because you're yanking the dog back. You do not want to pull the dog away from items when practicing this automatic leave it. Otherwise, you're giving a cue of pulling the dog away. And the dog's going to learn that unless someone pulls me away, I can have it. So you basically set an item on the floor. You will maybe go a couple of feet away, uh, have a two-foot leash, and you're just going to walk by the item. And the first time you walk by it, more than likely, your dog's going to be pulling towards it and wanting it. You're just going to quietly walk past. You're going to turn around and walk past again. After a couple of times your dog you know, kind of pulling and not getting any, anything, the dog is going to start leaving it alone. So as the dog is walking maybe the fourth or fifth time and is walking past it, if the dog is not trying to pull and maybe is just looking or sniffing, I want you to go ahead and acknowledge that. Good boy, good job, that's a good boy, and reward with something good. You will do this several times walking back and forth past this, you can, as the dog is getting it, decrease your distance to the item to where the dog has more opportunity. Now, to be safe, you may want to use uh, some Tupperware with some holes in it and throw some treats in that. Don't just throw treats on the ground where if you get too close, the dog is grabbing the treats and eating them before you're able to do anything. So set yourself up for success so that if the dog even does get to it, the dog's not going to get a reward. All right, so... Do not use the leave it command when you're doing this exercise. If you, if you use the leave it command, you're not teaching an automatic. You're going to have to say leave it to every item that you run across uh, when you're out in public. So you're just wanting to walk past, say nothing, other than telling your dog how amazing they are for leaving it alone. 
You can do this with other items outside. You can do it with a stinky trash can. Your neighbors have a stinky trash can. You know, the dog wants to sniff it. Just walk past it. And as the dog is walking by, if the dog is not pulling crazy and trying to go towards it, acknowledge and praise and reward the dog. Don't take for granted, you know, the dog, if he's leaving it alone, you want to reward with that. Don't just good boy. Let's give him something really yummy. Something that's maybe better than what he would find in the nasty trash. Okay, so you can set this up outside. You can do it inside. But the key is teaching the dog to walk past things that are on the ground and just leave them alone. As you advance with this, you will actually start at, let's say, 10 feet from the item. And at 10 feet, you'll start acknowledging the dog and telling the dog how good the dog is. Good boy, good job, good boy, until he gives you a reason to not do it. So as you're telling him good boy and you decrease your distance to the item, if he starts to pull towards the item, then you just stop saying good boy, you keep on walking past, and you move on to 10 feet past. Turn around and repeat the process. All your good boys or good girls, I'm not, I don't mean to leave you girls out, need to happen in front of the item as you're approaching the item not after you pass it. Now, if your dog leaves it alone, you're welcome to reward the dog after you've passed it if you've rewarded the dog while they're passing it. But you want to capture it as the dog sees it in front of them, not in the rear view mirror. Once the item's in the rear view mirror, there is no leaving it alone because it's gone. So all the rewards need to happen in front of it. So as your dog's approaching, don't wait for bad behavior. Go ahead and tell them how good they are before they start going after something. Acknowledge that on a regular basis. Treat it with something really, really yummy. Okay, but once you get past it, that exercise is over. No more treats are earned, at least around that item and for that, until you turn around and it's back in front. And you may start at 10 feet rewarding the dog, and then after a couple of times of that, maybe you go to 8 feet before you start acknowledging the dog all the way past or all the way until the dog gives you a reason not to. And then let's say you go the six feet, and then four feet, two feet, and eventually it's gonna to get to the point where you don't acknowledge until you get right at it and reward the dog for leaving it alone. And then as the dog gets really good, after you've passed it, good boy, and you move on. You don't have to necessarily treat. Now just because your dog can leave one thing alone as you've walked past it, you need to practice it with many different things because he's not gonna do it with everything. Not until you teach him that it is the same rule with everything. And you'll want to get out in the yard and do this. Do this in your driveway. Uh, find a pathway to use. You can do it in the grass. Uh, well, we'll put some treats out in the, in the grass and just sprinkle it and teach the dog to keep his head up uh, while we're walking so that that nose isn't constantly down. So we're rewarding the dog as we're walking through. We're almost not even giving them a chance to put that nose down because we're so rewarding but there are times where they're gonna put that nose down and if that's the case, we just stop rewarding and we just keep on moving. So it's really an exercise that's really good to practice. Again, not spending hours on end practicing this. I'm gonna practice three or four minutes and then I'm gonna move on and do something else. Maybe I'll come back to it for another minute or two. Maybe I'll wait to the next day. Maybe I'll only work on it for a minute or 30 seconds. You know, maybe I'll just put something out there, walk past it one time and be done. Once the dog gets really good, I like to then uh, maybe, you know, hook the dog up to something in the house and drop something on the floor. And this is, the kitchen is the best place to do this. 
drops something on the floor that is almost within reach of the dog, almost, and drop it. Don't say anything. The dog is more than likely going to try to dart after it, but because you have the dog anchored somewhere, they cannot reach it. When they stop trying, good boy, give them something better. Repeat. Always make sure the treat or the food or the pill or, you know, the candy, the fake pill, whatever it is that you're working on is always out of reach, just out of reach, not across the room, just out of reach. As the dog gets better, then we will start putting the dog, um, we'll start putting the item closer to the dog, but we're always going to make sure we're setting ourselves up for success. And what that does is just mimic dropping food or pills so the dog learns that just because something is dropped, you don't immediately dive for it. And if you're okay with your dog eating something that you've dropped, give them permission to do so. Don't just let them eat it. They cannot read your mind when it's okay to eat, you know, that piece of lettuce, but it's not okay to eat the pill that you just dropped. Okay, so make sure you're giving your dog permission to do that. Never freak out. Never scream at the dog. Okay, if you need to use leave it as a command, it's a very simple leave it. But I really want you to work on those automatic leave it's to where you can walk past items on the ground. You know, think about going to a, a fall festival. There's going to be popcorn everywhere. There's going to be bits of, you know, pieces of paper that has corn dog left on it or mustard. And your dog's going to want that. You're going to want to walk past these items without having to say leave it to every single item. And when you do say leave it on the leash... Do not pull up on the leash, okay? You're not directing the dog's head away from it when you say leave it. What you can do is create distance using your body by moving a step or two away from the item as you say leave it so that the dog understands that, oh, you want me to leave this alone as well, but at the same time, the dog doesn't have access to it. Right, because the dog's going to be faster than you, so you really have to be on your game. But just create space using your body, keeping that leash stationary on your side. Don't yank the dog's head up. Because truly, when we really need leave it, most of the time it's done off-leash. We don't want to put that leash pull-up as part of the cue. Yes, you when you take a step away and you increase distance, you're gently guiding the dog away from the item, but I want you to give the leave it first, give the dog a chance to do it before you increase that distance. Hopefully when you ask the dog to leave it, dog looks at you like, I know that word, and then you reward with something very, very yummy. And if you take your dog out places, always take something very, very yummy, a combination of things. Don't just expect your dog to be good. You have a lot of competition out there. And you, you know, dog's not just gonna pay attention to you because, oh, well, you're my master. No, there's competition going on that the dog is thinking about things. You're distracted, you know, so why wouldn't the dog be distracted? Make sure you are taking yummy treats. Reward your dog. Don't take it for granted. Don't be dependent on that leash. And teach the dog the expectations. Take time to work on these skills, not when you need them, but work on them so that they will work when you need them. Okay, you cannot teach this just when you need it. Practice, 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 practice. Help communicate to your dog what you expect in these situations, in these scenarios, what it means when things are on the ground and you're walking past, what it means when you're asking the dog to leave it. Teach the dog. It's very important to do that. All right, that's all I got today. Um, I don't have a video just yet on this. We are going to 
work on that between our slow time, probably between Thanksgiving and Christmas. We're going to try to get a bunch of videos together. In the meantime, you can. Uh, we did do a video on our Facebook page that just shows how the Leave It should work with our Rottweiler. Uh, so you can see what I mean as far as the command that you give and, and what behavior you're expecting when you ask for the Leave It. But, you know, we didn't get that by only practicing it when we needed it and by freaking out. We got it because we worked the dog and taught the dog what we wanted when we said those magic words. So get out there and practice. Work your leave it's. Make sure that you're clear in your leave it's. Don't go overboard. Don't get too excited. Don't start screaming and yelling. And don't be saying it over and over and over again. Because then you're just going to make the dog realize that that is something that must be really yummy if you're that excited about it. Because if you're that excited about it, then they need to be that excited about it. So stay confident. Stay consistent. And I hope to see you guys soon. I hope that we get our fall weather soon. You can get out and work your dogs and get them to where they can enjoy going out and enjoying all the festivals and Halloween and um, just anything that you're doing. But, you know, train them. Get out and train them, guys. It's not that hard. Just get out and work with them. Um, it can be a challenge for some of them, but trust me, it's well worth it. It's, it is very, very much worth it. So I hope you guys have a great and wonderful week. And I hope to see each and every one of you soon. And if you uh, still have some ideas for podcasts, we've gotten some ideas in. And they're fantastic. And we're going to be working on those. Uh, but if you do have any other ideas, please send them our way. Info at dogspeak101.com. Check out the Facebook page, uh, dogspeak101. And check out our um, Instagram page as well. And our website's just dogspeak101.com. So I hope to see you guys. I hope to hear from you. And I hope you're getting out and you're using these things that we're teaching you. And you are teaching your dog to be a good dog so that everyone can enjoy him and he can enjoy hanging out and being with you. Have a great uh, week, Dog Speak Geeks.